AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. We could go a lot of different ways for this. We could go, nobody's going to recess until somebody tells the teacher who was talking out of turn, who threw that eraser. We could go super streets to where it's like, you need to send that man out that actually shot at one of us. And then everything will be over. But I think I'm going to take y'all to Sunday school. <laughs> In front of Pontius Pilate. When he asked him, hey, homie, is you guilty of what they say? And Jesus kept his mouth shut. Mans was like, you know what it is. You see it. That's basically how Jesus answered him. And then Pilate was like, listen, I fox with the dude. Like, I don't see anything wrong with him. But uh, apparently y'all need a body. So who you want me to set free? You want me to set free? This man who's clearly innocent as hell or this man we already know is a thief Barabbas. You feel me? Because y'all told me I got to give y'all a body. I got to, you know what I'm saying? You need somebody. They was like, free Barabbas, free Barabbas. I was like, well, the crowd want a body. Y'all want to free the dude. Okay. Pretty sure this guy's innocent though. But I guess, I guess you want a guy. So, here you go. And they gave him Barabbas. So I'm going to talk about this, but in reverse. Let's talk about the Ahmaud Arbery case. The politics, y'all.
So what I mean in reverse, this story in reverse is this. I, in this situation, uh, at least according to the to the New Testament, Jesus was innocent, you know, and Barabbas was clearly and obviously guilty, right? And as the custom goes is the judge is supposed to set somebody free because it's a holiday weekend. I'm paraphrasing for you. It's a holiday weekend. I'm supposed to give y'all one person to set free to show mercy on. He was trying to set them up to be like, can y'all, okay, can I, you really gonna make me crucify this nigga? Like I'm telling you ain't done shit, but uh, all right. So he was like trying to look for an out to be like, well, here, let me, well, the crowd needs a body. So Give y'all somebody, you know, and he was hoping they would take Jesus, but they didn't. They took Barabbas, the actual guilty one, set him free. And the reason why he did this is because the crowd was getting restless. The crowd needed a something, right? It, it, when, the, when, the, when the streets is demanding something, it's just like, man, just give him anybody. You know what I'm saying? Just throw him anybody, right? Look it. When you was at elementary school and your teacher was like, listen, Nobody going to recess until I know who threw them. Y'all sitting down, who said that joke, who said the this. Nobody want to be a snitch, but the teacher needs a body. And I don't even know if the teacher even cares if that's the person. They, it's the principalities. I'm demanded something. You need to give it to me. So you just thought uh, Ryan did it, right? Ryan like, oh, y'all just going to throw me too? Okay, y'all just go, okay, I did it. You know what I'm saying? Everybody go free. The teacher just needed a body. Sometimes when it's about the police investigating crimes, there are times in, you know, when you involved in some of these criminal activities that like the cops just need to show the public that they did a job. So they just that nigga did it. That nigga go do his time and everybody happy. We can continue with our drug selling and everything. Fine. We just they just needed a body. You know, I'll be honest with you. I really think that's what Derek Chauvin was. I think they just threw us a body. Now, this may seem like ancient history is mainly because of how crazy these last two years were. But Derek Chauvin was the possessor of the knee that was on the neck of George Floyd, which sparked probably, um, at least in modern history, one of the biggest protests against racist practices and police brutality. But he wasn't the only case that was happening around this time. You know what I'm saying? You got the Breonna Taylor case. You got uh, Ahmaud Aubrey, which is what I'm going to talk about a little later after this. And then the George Floyd thing. So this uprising, like, I mean, it's been, it's been some it's been some decades since we've seen something like this, right? Cities ablaze, right? People was just tired of it. You know what I'm saying? And the hope was to say, you know, especially when the white people got involved and people always asked me, like, do I think that this moment is different? And what I said is, we'll see in a couple years. I said, I don't know. I don't know yet. You know, but they're like, but don't you think this feels different? I'm like, yeah, it feels different, but I don't know. And at first, my I don't know was like, okay, well, we'll see if Derek Chauvin is found guilty, right? And is that justice? You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, is is this what we were asking for? Is that the 
the one crime that in the perfect scenario was caught on camera, right, by multiple witnesses. A one that was so egregious that even President Donald J. Trump was like, oh, no, that nigga wildin'. Like, that's how crazy this was. You feel me? Like, even the president was like, nah, he, I, you know, Mr. Good People on both sides was like, ah, uh, I don't know, Derek, you on your own, cuz. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how wild that mug was. But, uh, the question is, is that is that what we mean by justice? Like, is that it? Well, uh, if you follow the homie Teslin and some of her uh, her activism work with the cause the George Floyd Act, which was a police brutality thing that just got shot down. OK, so we still trying to figure out voter rights. Any police reform ain't really like fully like are we seeing the sweeping? You know, I'm on the uh, you know where I stand. But like, have we really seen any sweeping changes in the way we do policing i mean am i tripping or isn't that what the democrats ran on that they was gonna be you know what i'm saying we gonna be the majority so we gonna get this we gonna get this done we're gonna get this justice done i'm like man y'all finna get waxed in the midterms because y'all ain't done shit i mean thanks for juneteenth respectfully but come on cuz or, y'all, we need to just give, we need to get a crowd what they need. They need a body. I'll be honest with you. My antennas is on the, is on the, on the side of, yeah, they just kind of threw us a body. This was too egregious. You can't have these back-to-back things because, again, you got to remember, this is post, go back to Rodney King, this post Mike Brown, this post Oscar Grant, this post, you know, pick a name, Eric Garner, you know what I'm saying? Where again, we all saw on camera, we saw that man get choked out. I remember on my couch, like I cried when that not guilty thing came. I cried as if I knew Eric Garner because that's what's interesting about the black experience. Like I feel like I, I, I did know him, you know what I'm saying? I know that fear. I know that fear when you looking in, in that officer's face or even if it's not an officer, just somebody who's deeply racist and is so confident about their power in this situation that like, it's a fearful thing because they're not careful. They just, it's, they, 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 they believe the world is theirs and they have a track record of getting away with it. So that's why they make those moves. So I know that fear. So I felt like I knew Eric Gardner when I, when I saw this. But you got all that history that if, again, if we say in governments, courts, all this, we saying it's just a way to understand it is just hood, then you understand that at some point, man, you can't have a winning streak. Like, at some point, we're going to burn this whole city down if y'all keep tripping. So it's like we need to give them, give them something. You know what I'm saying? It's like in the movies when somebody robs somebody and then throw them a $20 bill to be like, hey, man, go get yourself home. Like, nigga, you just robbed. So you just gave me $20 and I was supposed to be okay. Right? AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. 
Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of smoking audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount+, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash TheShot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. feel like we were thrown Derek Chauvin to calm us down. And this is just me riffing here. This is just me using my antennas. Why I say this is because I really haven't seen any real laws changed. And if you remember way back months ago when I first joined the iHeart Network and we talked about laws that were being passed right under your nose one of them laws was like just anti-protesting laws that like if you drive through <laughs> with a car through a protest of of humans that it's not really a felony if you kill someone because they shouldn't have been in the streets seem to me like they just threw us a body let's talk about Ahmaud Aubrey. So the trial starting in the Ahmaud Aubrey case and and the part we're on is the jury selection. And what they saying is like they really having a hard time picking some jurors. And I wonder why. You know what I'm saying? Uh, because for you to be a juror, uh, what they're trying to do is find the least informed about the situation because you're supposed to come in unbiased. Now, this is one of those like weird points in our justice system that I guess on paper, when you say, you know, you get to be convicted or judged in a 
in a court in front of your peers. What they're trying to say is other regular ass Americans who are here in the situation and judging like uh, either, nah, nigga, you wildin' or that's unfair, this fool, nah, I, I don't think, because in that situation, I probably would have, nah, I don't think this is a situation. So the idea of a jury is it's 12 people who are red-blooded citizens just like you, and they're supposed to be unbiased. The problem is those red-blooded citizens are also humans who are also aware of a thing called the internet who may possibly have a television. There's nowhere in the world you can't not know what's going on. Matter of fact, here's a super side note, uh, incredible moment in history. Right before uh, Brown versus Board of Education, right before that case was another case uh, that changed the Constitution as we know it. It was a Latino man in San Antonio, Texas, who murdered another Latino man in San Antonio, Texas, right? And up until then, our Constitution only recognized two races. It was black and white. So in this case, uh, if there's only black and white, then what is a Latino? Well, according to the law, Latino white, according to the paperwork. So when this man went to trial, his defense was like, I'm supposed to be tried by my peers. This is a board of white people. Everybody here white. And the judge was like, uh, according to the law, you're white. And everybody in the room was like, that's absurd. You know, you know, y'all don't treat me. You know, I'm not white. And they was like, well, I don't, you know, the constitution, blah, blah, blah. So they had to fight to be like, nah, the paperwork's not working because y'all not treating me like I'm white and everybody know they not. Then what is this discrimination? Like, this is ridiculous. You know, you jumping through hoops right now. So that actually, that case is why there's racial gradations. <laughs> Hate to say it like that, but why there is in the Constitution, which would have been one of the biggest trials and cases in all of our history books had it not been in the shadow of Brown versus Board of Education. But that's a side note. So it's just this weird kind of like, I see why we did it. And on paper, it's a great idea. It's just in, it's just like when you, when you study economics, when you get into economic theory, I think I may have said this before, you have a concept called the average man. That's the person with 2.5 kids, right? Uh, and a dog and a half. You know what I'm saying? When you average out what everybody has, it kind of breaks down to this. So then you set all of your models based on this human that's not a real human because nobody got 2.5 kids, right? But that's how the math works out. So it's kind of absurd that like all of our economic models are based on a human that don't exist, um, which is kind of like in a lot of ways, the basis of our juries. It's like it, that an unbiased person don't exist. They live here. And one of the ways they get around that is they say, OK, now I'm saying they you, you can you can fill in the subtext of they you just move it to a different county. Now, oftentimes when it's a black person on trial or in this situation, a black victim. The defense is super well aware of our collective identity and our collective suffering. And that we are going to be, in most cases, very sympathetic to the victim, mainly because number one, they a victim. Number two, it could be me. And number three, we saw what the fuck happened. <laughs> 
Like, I just, I don't understand what, how, how this ain't hard. It's gonna, you gonna be hard pressed to find you a black person that can't sympathize with the moment that that brother was in. So if you the defense, you like, we better go get us some white jurors who can sympathize with what the white boys was going through. And keep in mind, we in Georgia, because fam, Brunswick, Georgia. So I mean, like, I mean, that's the playbook. The playbook is you move it to a different county. Get you an all-white jury, you feel me, uh, who is, air quotes, unbiased, because they're not from there, and they just, they're just following the facts. <laughs> sure. Which, as a side note, y'all got to say yes to jury duty. If you are of voting age and you get that jury summits, y'all got to say yes, dog. Like, because guess who is saying yes? Person that's going to find these men not guilty for killing Ahmaud Aubrey. That's, those are the people that say yes. They got faith in the system still. And the parts that they don't believe in, they gonna tip the scales for, the, for themselves. You gotta say yes when the jury duty thing come in. Mine came in, I happened to be on tour. Uh, shout out Andy Minio for taking me on tour. Also, I got a new EP dropping, you know, it's the music side. But I had to move it to December because I was on tour. But rest assured, I'm gonna go. Now, I know that's a day off work. I know how hard that is. So I'm saying this from a position of like, I could probably afford it. But in the way that you can, in as much as you can, try to say yes to jury duty. And I know when they interview you, I know when I walk into the room and they see, you know, dreadlocks to my middle back and my, uh, I don't hate America, I just demand to keep her promises t-shirt. Most likely I'm not going to get selected, but <laughs> I'm going to try my best to get on this thing to make sure that justice is served. But that's a, that's a, that's a side note. That's a freebie for you. Now, that being said, we're in the jury selection process for the Ahmad Aubrey case. If you're not familiar, if you don't remember what happened, Ahmad Aubrey was outside jogging in Brunswick, Georgia, minding his own business. Then three men, Gregory McMichael, his son Travis McMichael, and their neighbor, William Bryan, proceeded to follow him because they believed he committed some sort of crime. Confronted him, shot him, and killed him. That crime was breaking and entering, according to them. Uh, subtext, that's not what happened. What he did do was go look into a active construction site, like all of us do, and got some sort of report that, you know, he was being dangerous. So they followed the homie to confront him and killed him. Now, the best part of this is they defense. And <laughs> y'all, can I tell you what they defense is? This is this is this is this is how they plan to defend themselves. There was a law from 1863. That's about when if you are a citizen and you are sure that a person is committing a crime, you have the right 
to confront them and do a citizen's arrest. This is a law from 1863. Now, let me ask you what was going on in 1863 in Georgia. What the hell law breaking you think this is for? You understand what I'm saying? So they're going to cite that mug and then they're going to cite the uh, the stand your ground laws. Now, let's take <laughs> let's take both of these scenarios and let's walk them through. Listen, my premise is they just gave us they just gave us Derek Chauvin. Because they was like, y'all need to chill. So, yeah, we're going to give y'all that. That was a little too hard. These fools' defense is this. You mean to tell me that these three men (laughs) are such experts in Georgia constitutional law (laughs) that they done unfolded the archives to know... That there was a law on the books from 1863 that has been repealed, mind you, that guaranteed before they chased this dude that they had the right to make this arrest. You trying to tell me these three men knew this? So when they appealed, they said, oh, no, 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 we have the right according to the law, 1863. That's what it says. Like, first of all, the law repealed. Secondly, is you serious? I want you to right now. Google obscure laws or laws that are still on the board. Not right now because you listen it. But at some point, look at some obscure laws uh, in your state or in your city. There's laws about gum. There's laws about farting in public. There's laws about buying two chickens on Sundays that are still on the books. You mean to tell me this man is such these men is such an expert in they (laughs) in they Georgia Constitution. That, that's what you're going with? That's the defense you're going with, fam? And then the stand your ground laws, which was the same one, if y'all remember, uh, George Zimmerman went with in Florida when he murdered Trayvon Martin. You heard me, he murdered him. The, the, you have the right to stand your ground if you're being accosted or you found or being threatened. You have the right to stand your ground, which... If I'm following the story, shouldn't that law apply to Ahmaud Aubrey? Wasn't he out jogging and y'all chased him? What the hell ground you standing? You taking ground. So if you're going to go with the defense of standing your ground laws, you you making an argument for the fact that Ahmaud Aubrey had the right to kill y'all. Not that you had the right to kill them because he was the one being chased. You were the aggressor. How the hell to stand your ground law apply to you? You the aggressor. Y'all, this is bonkers. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. 
Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual-wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount+, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. So if you ask me, have we really turned a corner in justice? I don't know. You tell me. I feel like somebody just threw us a body. Because if the shenanigans keep coming, then I don't know if we've if we've seen justice. I think justice uh, has much more to do with what happens for not only this particular situation, but what happens to the rest of the country. What were we able to examine our mistakes, our collective mistakes in this situation and say, hey, let's make sure this this don't happen again. First of all, no amount of law changing is going to bring Miss Aubrey's son back. We understand that. Nothing's going to bring George Floyd back, you know, and and and, and, of, and of course, we, we believe in crime and punishment in a sense that like, yo, man, these people committed a crime. They should be punished for it. Right. But remember, like we said about the Breonna Taylor thing, is that I can't just appeal to whether it's a crime or not, because according to Kentucky law, they didn't commit a crime. You, It's not a crime if there's no law on it. The no-knock law was already there. Did it, that didn't change till after sister was dead. So you can't you can't retroactively find somebody guilty for a law that didn't exist. So we can't just rely on that. We talking about justice here. Justice is something different. Justice is a lot more than that. Justice is a lot more comprehensive. And that's what like I'm challenging y'all about. That's what I'm saying right here. That's why I'm like, I don't know. You ask me if we change. I think we just got thrown a body. Cause I don't know if justice, even in that, even in Derek Chauvin case, I don't think that's been served. I know that that, the Minneapolis Police Department has made a bunch of changes. That's cool for Minneapolis. We talking about Georgia now. I understand that we live in different states. I understand that all these states, though, are a part of America. And if these situations continue to happen, 
We can't get no federal law passed because, again, they shot down a George Floyd act. And if you're watching real closely what's happening with the spending bill, it seems to me like all the stuff that was going to find and, and support issues of justice have been gutted from the thing. I mean, I feel like we just getting thrown a body. Now, lastly, I want to talk about a bigger picture of how a lot of these cases go. And what you find is usually the defendant is not on trial. The victim is. Listen to me closely. The question is not, did these defendants commit a crime? The question oftentimes is, did the victim have it coming? And this nuance, this is where all your Twitter fights come in because somebody's usually arguing with you whether the person deserved to die rather than was a crime committed. And we fall for it every time. You got to know that's what's happening and be like, I'm not here to put the victim on trial. I'm here to talk about the accused. These are two different scenarios. You know how I know this? Because everybody wondering what kind of drugs George Floyd was on. Everybody wondering what kind of drugs Rodney King was on. Everybody wondering why Breonna Taylor's man had a, had a gun on him. Well, he shouldn't have. Everybody want to know about them Skittles in Trayvon Martin's pocket. Well, he shouldn't have his hood up. Well, he should have just complied. Now people want to know about Ahmad Aubrey's mental state, was, was in his mental health. You're, you're putting the victim on trial. And what you're asking is, did he deserve to die? Did he ask for it? Because if he asked for it, then that means these men ain't guilty because he asked for it. That's not a question of law, is it? That's not a question of justice. That's a question of life's worth. That's a question of, do black lives matter? That's the, that's, that's, I, you could be mad at, that's what they asking. Did he have it coming? Well, he shouldn't have went into the construction. Well, he shouldn't have ran away. So you telling me that that's really what's on trial. The victim's on trial. You people wonder why all these cases go these different ways. Why people making these defenses about how to, how the victim act. And then with this, why, this is why black people be like, the system not set up for us. Just wondering what's admissible in this court. Could you see a Confederate flag sticker on the back of homie truck in the video. You asking me if that is relevant to the case. You mean to tell you? So, 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 so Ahmad Aubrey's mental health is relevant, but whether or not these men had a Confederate sticker on their truck is not. So the question is, are they both inadmissible or are they both admissible? So, because it goes to the mental state somehow or another, Somebody going to try to argue that whether these men had a Confederate flag on their truck or not is erroneous. Y'all, this is it's wild, man. Damn, man, nigga got to be Jesus <laughs> to be killed and let these people find that their killers guilty. God dog, man. They just, you want a perfect victim. The victim got to meet your standards. And even if they do, if, you, if, if, if the system decide this ain't the day, or what well, a cop, the person was just doing their job. And, you know, if you was in the situation, you can't really say, so we, okay, so we being a jury of our peers? That, that's what you're telling me? So listen, all that to say this, it's crazy that 
again, one of the biggest racial justice movements has led to maybe three laws changed. One conviction, a bunch of anti-protest laws, but, you know, defund the police is not, it's not an electable phrase, right? But, you know, Black Lives Matter is uh, it's divisive, right? I got you. We'll see, though. We'll see. We'll see if these men are convicted of a crime and maybe some change happens or they just gave us a body. Moral of the story is we, we can't take our foot off our elected officials' neck, man. I feel like we... Y'all just went back to brunch, man. You know, we like people color, black people like overwhelmingly voted for this democratic wave. And like, man, what we getting for it, dog? Like, y'all can't, we can't take that. We can't, we can't take the pressure. We got to stay on their heads, man. Stay on their heads. Because if not, all they going to do is just every couple of years, throw us a body. Hood politics, y'all. So hood right now. Hood politics, y'all. So hood. Y'all, this mug was recorded and edited by me, Propaganda, right here in East Los Boyle Heights, Los Angeles. Y'all can follow me at Prop Hip Hop on all the socials. You can follow the Hood Politics Pod itself at Hood Politics Pod, where we be trying to make takes on stuff that aren't really big enough for a whole episode, but definitely needs a little bit of clarity. This mug was scored, edited, mixed, and mastered by the one and only Headlights. Y'all go follow my dog, Matt Oswowski. I still don't know how to say his name. I'm glad he changed it to Headlights. Follow him on his socials at Headlights underscore music. Telling you here all these new other fly tracks this fool be making. And the theme music was done by the one and only Gold Tips, Gold Tips, DJ Sean P. And y'all remember, every time you check in, if you understand the hood, you could understand politics. Shouts to iHeartMedia for making this happen. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? 
a wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, I <laughs> love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.